This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thanks for listening to No Joke with Billy and Adam on the HeadGum Podcast Network, the least topical podcast on the internet. Today's topic was improving dinosaurs. We hope you enjoy the No Joke Podcast. Okay, welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. It is episode number 275. Last week, Adam, we talked about glue. <laughs> yeah. And I got to be honest with you, Bill. First of all, I just want to hate to call you out in real time, but I, you're speaking oh really cl- really clearly and deliberately right now. You're setting – you're like your, – your pace so far is really calming me down. That was a very deliberate, calming introduction you just gave. I just want to applaud you for that. I really will, I, I've received thine applause. I yes. will say that I am – yeah, I am just slowing it down. I'm a cool bill right now. I gotta I am, say, it's I'm, it's coming I'm across. Casual and I'm chill. <laughs> it, it, you are like my heart rate. You know, there's a little bit of adrenaline, even though mm-hmm. we're not in the same room. Even though there's no mm-hmm. audience for these podcasts, you have like we all have like a performing instinct that just sort of innately clicks in whenever you're like, even when we record a podcast a little bit. But I gotta tell you. That you just sort of dialed me right down to calm. You lowered nice. the temperature in the yeah, room. Yeah, no pressure. Re- let's relax. Chill let's out. Relax and have a podcast episode. This goes out to deal. Adam Lustig and all the listeners <laughs> of the No Joke Nation. Take a deep breath. Relax, chill everybody. out. Yeah. Relax. We're just going <laughs> to chat about something for forty-five yes. minutes in this cool, calm, and collected <laughs> That's tone. That's right. It's chill. But first, Adam, a reminder that last week we talked about glue. We certainly did, Bill. Uh, and it was, a, it was an illuminating chat. Um, uh, my mother had a lot to uh, say to me about it on the phone afterwards. She <laughs> thought that uh, your idea of uh, we, when we were talking about Elmer's glue uh, strategies mm-hmm. and dotting the four corners of a piece mm. of construction paper, she was really impressed and I think mo- almost moved by your suggestion not to dab but to do a ring of glue. A glue. A glue, exactly, a gloop to increase the surface area and mm-hmm. to have less of a squishy uh, squeeze Four out. Four quarter-sized gloops yeah. in, inside the corners, deep in. Yeah. But you guys yeah. have already listened to episode 274, yeah. glue, yep. so we don't need to remind you on that. I do like the idea, Adam. There was a time in media history where when a yeah. show is successful enough, the show that would immediately follow it would be like some guy named Chris Harrison – I don't even know if that's his real name, but they were all named Chris Harrison. Yes. And they would ask questions about the show you just watched to somebody else. Sometimes it was just another person who watched or sometimes it was a creator. But I like to imagine that no joke, like the no joke after show is your mom calling you and talking about it. Exactly. After the after the glue, after the no after joke. It was always joke. it was like Chris Hardwick, right? It was like The Walking Dead, now mm-hmm. we're talking sure. dead. Sure. Chris yeah. Hardwick, Chris Harrison, they're all, all Chris Chris's. H. A lot of Chris H's. <laughs> yeah. Chris H's and one Susie Joe Lustig. That's um, right. Exactly. Um, but if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to episode 274, Glue. Please. I listened to it uh, a few days after we recorded it, and it had me laughing. And usually when you laugh. make yourself laugh, that's a good yeah. thing. So Absolutely. go back and yeah. listen to that. Please do. Yes. Yeah. Um, Adam, I want to shout out someone on Twitter who wrote a very just – Sweet little tweet to us today. Let's this goes it. out to Laura at or, uh, Laura Ono Lennon. So maybe Great. like um, Yoko Ono and John Lennon. But Laura, Laura Ono Lennon just tweeted out, 
I hope at Adam Lustig and at Billy Scafiori are having a good day. No other info oh. just needed to put it into the universe. Oh, how dear is that? Laura, thank you. That is so sweet of you. Thank you for mm-hmm. saying that. And we yes. wish that right back at you. And honestly, my day is going great so far. So your wish has come true. Yes, wish granted. <laughs> yeah. Wish yes. granted. My day is fine. And my yeah. day is fine. As you can hear in my cool, calm, and collected yeah. tone, I'm not working fast. I'm not working harder. I'm slow, working smarter, folks. Slow down. Chill slow it out. Down, it's chill 95 out. degrees outside. It's no need to get yourself all hot and bothered. Let's relax. No. Don't sweat yeah. it. Don't sweat <laughs> the small stuff, and don't sweat talking too fast. We That's are four right. minutes into this The No Joke Podcast. It is episode 275. Nice. And Adam, do you remember what we are going to talk about today? I do, Bill. Um, A couple of episodes ago, maybe four or five, uh, we did an episode where we uh, sort of assumed the role of extraterrestrials PR agency. Mm -hmm. And we thought it would be a good idea just to sort of pitch a few ideas or brainstorm on the idea of how to improve aliens' uh, public image. So we thought that that was so wildly successful, and we've had so many aliens reach out to us in the wake of that episode. So (laughs) it was such a success um, that we thought that we would do the same thing for dinosaurs. Today, we are improving dinosaurs. And much like the Improving Aliens episode, we need to put the caveat out now. When we say improving, we're not (laughs) saying that we know what is right to make you a better you. This is coming from the human interaction and the inevitability that one day humans and you will meet again. And just (laughs) so that we don't have a misunderstanding (laughs) out the gate, we want to tell you some soft approaches that you could take with us so that we can all be friends as soon as we meet one another. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe when we were doing the Improving Aliens episode, a lot of it was talking about um, different – they could put out an album. uh, They could do uh, tweets. They could do all sorts of influencer-y type things. I wonder if the same rules will apply to animals, big, gigantic dinosaurs. Yeah, it's funny because like aliens and dinosaurs do (laughs) – Aliens and dinosaurs do occupy yes. sort of like similar spaces in the I think in like Correct. the zeitgeisty like pop, pop cultural sort of like yes. collective imagination in yes. which like we we know that they exist or have existed but also are they just pretend so like right. there is a Adam, <laughs> perfectly said like we know perfectly they're real said. but are they pretend and so, did like, they ever were they yeah. ever did yeah. they really ever yeah, and like of course they did, but uh, who's the famous baseball player, Billy? That that uh, just straight up. Oh yeah, the dinosaur? Carl I think there's a couple. It... Yeah, Car- wow, great pull, dude. Great pull. <laughs> yeah, I believe Everett. it was Carl Everett. But like the more that like we're post pandemic, you find out it's like wow, there are a lot of people who are anti-vax. Yeah, wow, right. there are a lot of people who believe like QAnon conspiracy theories. Correct. There's a a non-zero amount of people out there who believe dinosaurs. Nah, never. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Why? Exactly. Why? What does yeah, it do well, you? What? How does it benefit? How does it better you to take that stance? What changes actively in your life by saying exactly. dinosaurs were never real? 
And also, don't you want to imagine that we live on a planet in a timeline where dinosaurs were real? Don't you, like, right. how is it a better version of Earth to you to imagine that dinosaurs never existed? I just don't yeah. know. Like, what is it, like, to your point, what does it gain you? What does that point of view gain you? Um, right. Unless it's just the feeling of being contrary and just sort of being uh, whatever, like swimming against and I, whatever. And to that point, um, I know I don't believe in dinosaurs. I'm like Carl <laughs> Everett. Like, they are just kitty toys, just yeah, made out clay they yes. put some scientist wanted to play a super prank for thousands of years on humanity yes. and he planted or she planted all of these bones willy-nilly yes. around yes. the entire globe and he said people will be digging these things up and like creating their own narratives no I'm yeah of course dinosaurs were real dinosaurs are real but I, like i honestly do just want to say like just given that dinosaurs existed i'm ballparking it here we're talking hundreds of millions of years ago okay i would like have said like I would have said like 250. So you're probably closer. 250 years ago, was there? <laughs> yeah. like the 1400s. I'm not yeah. exactly a history yeah, exactly. buff. Christopher Columbus was riding a pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but given I do I do just want to sort of empathize with the dino skeptics out there because I there is something too vast about the like the huge like the the mm-hmm. vastness mm-hmm. of time. It is a yeah. it is a overwhelming concept to imagine like. Thousands of years, let alone millions of years, let alone hundreds of millions of years. Our little human mm-hmm. brains, we can't mm-hmm. – cons- we have no frame of reference for how much time that is. So, of course, like it's almost easier to be like, well, that's just doesn't exist then. If you're telling me something existed 300 million years ago, that's as good as saying it never existed. Because sure. like we don't – we can't wrap our minds around that that – that amount of time um anyway so i just want to say that to all you dino skeptics out there (laughs) there is something i I don't remember what book i was reading but it was something history of the world and there was a time where there was mega flora and mega fauna yeah and like and like flowers could be 18 feet tall animals were like 9x what they are yeah And I don't know if it's the same time as dinosaurs. Again, I thought dinosaurs were a quarter thousand years ago. I thought, we were, I thought Columbus sailed the o- – like you said, the ocean blew on a terry. But that being <laughs> said – like, yeah. <laughs> But megafauna and megaflora, when I read that, I like stopped. I was like, this is that level on Super Mario Brothers where yeah, everything exactly. is just like supersized. So yes. naturally, if those things occurred, yes, we had terries. Yes, we had stegos. Yes, yes we, we had, had stegos. They all, were, they all were real. And we know that their descendants are with us today – in the form of birds, mm-hmm. <laughs> which That's is another right. funny thing to imagine is that like, you know, birds uh, essentially are right. I mean, they're like the evolutionary whatever descendant of di- dinosaurs. I'm pretty sure they share a lot yeah, of DNA but then there. You see like rhinos and you see hippos yeah. and you see alligators and you're like, hey, you That's guys a are dino. dinosaurs. You guys yeah, are exactly. still dinosaurs. Did you not get the email that like <laughs> – you guys were supposed to be, like, wiped out by now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, it brings me sort of to my first pitch, if, if you don't mind, Bill, if I could kind of jump in here. Yeah, let's get one pitch in. We'll go to the act break and then go heavy. But let's, let's wet thine whistle. Let's I just, wet thine I just whistle want to wet thine whistle with this, this, pitch. this. This is a simple pitch. I think that, that – um, I'm not a big science buff or like mm-hmm. a big genus mm-hmm. and species buff, right? I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not big into that. So no. I would just say we have a Tyrannosaurus. We have a Stegosaurus. Mm. We have a Tarbosaurus. I'm Saurus. just going to say give us a little varietal at the end of the at the end of your names there. And again, that's not that's no shade of the dinos, that's more on the scientists, but I'm just saying mm. as as long I'm just addressing the the greater dino community at this point. So you're saying that like the the word like dactyl, it's not cutting it for you? 
Uh, that that does uh, that. We even need more that, dactyl varietals. I need more dactyl varietals. Dynafla- mm-hmm. like uh, give me a. Ter- uh, it's a Tirana flash. It's a Tirana flash. It's a Tirana bomb. You know what I mean? Like okay. I just okay. throw a. G- give me a bit of a. Give me a little bit more varietal in the suffix of the naming mm-hmm. of the dinosaurs, and I just think that that will. Um, I just think that will keep it fresh to me, yeah. the casual Saurus, dinosaur observer. Yeah, Saurus is the Smith or the Jones of the dinosaur. Community. Exactly. And That's right a, now well we just said. want a little bit more. Yeah, we want a little bit That's more right. uh, seasoning in the sauce. A little bit of seasoning. That's all. We all love all right. Smiths. We all love Joneses. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. season the sauce for me a little bit. That's all, folks. Yeah. I did not. I did not have the first tip. Uh, to be pegged at Adam is at Ellis Island. He sees someone whose last name is too complicated for us Americans to say. Your new last name is Smith. But that's what he wants from – he wants to just mix it up. He wants to switch it up. Mix Saurus, R.I.P. I think so. I think okay. so. Okay. I think that's a good. It's first just a tip. thought. Look, we're we're, we're brainstorming here. We're a, we're an up and coming PR agency. We've helped aliens yes. uh, improve their image, and we're here to work for you, the Dino community. And that's just a first idea. That's Folks, all. we're cool. We're calm. We're very we're cool. You could hear it in our voice. We're very chilled out. <laughs> we're very we're cool. extremely chilled out. We're going to go yes. into our first extremely chill act break, and Adam, Great. I have an idea. Okay. We said, or you said, that we received a lot of fan mail from aliens when we put out the Improving Aliens episode. Would you like to improvise, or should I improvise, um, one of those letters that we received from the aliens? Uh, Yes, Billy, I put it in your court. Um, uh, Take it away, and and thank you. Take it away, and thank you. All right, this letter came from at unidentified flying hottie, Mars, and it says... Hey, Billy and Adam, I've been an active listener of your podcast for the past four years and an alien for 36,000 years. <laughs> I love all of your content. Um, Bees the Size of Whales was probably my favorite episode. However, when you did the Improving Aliens episode, I took my time listening to it. At first, I was afraid that you were going to tell me all the things that are wrong with me and my people. But as always, you impressed me and you came across very funny and playful. Therefore, I'd like you to know that I'm going to share that podcast with my other alien buddies here on Mars, your fan, at Unidentified Flying Hottie. Welcome back to the No Joke Podcast. Today, Billy and I are talking about improving dinosaurs, and that was a very extremely real fan email that we mm-hmm. got um, mm-hmm. from at Unidentified Flying Hottie. Shout out to you, uh, UFH, and all your buddies on Mars. Thank mm-hmm. you for listening to the podcast. Glad you liked mm-hmm. the Beast the Size of Whales episode. You're clearly mm-hmm. a No Joke Podcast scholar. <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it's just wonderful that this podcast can bring different species of living things together like this. Um, it's a real pattern. Do you know what I wrote back to U- uh, UFH? Uh, tell me. I wrote back very simply send a pic, Billy and Adam. Nice. Yeah. Got because I was so curious. What do yeah. you look like? Are you the vapor? Are you the vapor? Are you yeah. the alien kind? Are you drippy? Did you take the note about dabbing? Dab. dab the goo. Don't, don't need to be so gooey. A, a drippy alien. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's great. And we're still waiting on that pic, huh? No response from un- Unidentified Flying Hottie? Mm-hmm. We're still nope, waiting nope. on that picture. Okay, heard great. Heard okay, <laughs> so we will let you guys, the No Joke listeners, uh, we'll keep you in the loop about when we hear back from UFH. Uh, UFH yep. uh, we'll keep you that. in the gloop. Um, <laughs> this is episode 275. Today we are going to try and improve dinosaurs. And Adam... Tell me if this is a bad idea, but what do you think about 
saddling dinosaurs getting saddles like we do for Clydesdales and other horses sure sure so that we can have like a way to interact physically with one another because I was trying to think of how we could play together and I just feel like it's too risky to be playing ball together but sitting on their back feels like Fred Flintstone did it it just feels like people might do that I think that's a really good idea I mean horses are wild beasts Mm -hmm. uh, and humans have worked for hundreds of years to sort of break them and tame them and make them our uh, make them our slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the I knew you were going key- to say that. I know you were going to say that. And I do have a rebuttal, but go on. Yes, yes. Oh well, I, I was going to say that a big part of that was the saddle. Like, sat, let's saddle yes. up. Let's mount them, uh, yes. and let's use them as uh, as a vehicle, as a mode of transport. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, we we're having fun. We like to think the horse is having fun, although <laughs> and uh, TBD, <laughs> TBD, uh, and it's a fairly symbiotic relationship. So I think yes. that that is a really good way to improve dino-human relations is to yep. make them our cars. Yeah. And so, and so, I know a lot of people, when they heard me say saddle, they put their hand on their forehead and they said, Billy, that is Billy. a terrible idea. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. conquer them. Right. To thine, I say this. <laughs> we will have little attachments we could put, or big attachments we could put on our bicycles, like sidecars, and the dinos can sit in that, and we can also give them rides around. Okay, so that's genius. Okay, so that, folks. and I don't throw this word around lightly, is genius. He does so, throw it around lightly, yeah. folks. <laughs> So, Billy, sorry, walk me through that design again. You're talking yeah. about a vehicle, like almost like a motorcycle with a sidecar, Indiana Jones style. Yeah, but where not we... everyone has a motorcycle. And frankly, I don't encourage people to get on motorcycles. They're too dangerous. But like a 10-speed, <laughs> an 18-speed. Yeah. Got and it. And then you have just like a basket sidecar. on the back yeah. or a yep. sidecar, depending on, you know, what, what it looks like. And yeah. you put your dinosaur in it, and you can give them rides, too. We're I not think that's just good. riding the dinos. We're giving them rides Miss Daisy style, too. Miss Daisy style as well. This is not a one-way street. We are not. Not conquering, no, we are conquering. We're cohabitating. We're living together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're I taking ride rides. You, you yeah. ride me. Yeah, I think that that's a really good idea. And even look, even for the smaller dinos, let's call it a baby raptor, maybe a baby uh, mm-hmm. sort of a, 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 a little wee dino. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even necessarily be opposed as long as there was some Front sort of. Uh, well, I was going to say that I'll even carry them on my back. I'll happily oh. – uh, you can saddle saddle me up. You can saddle uh, me up. And uh, I, I'll carry you on my back. I mean it's not too far away from like a baby Bjorn infant carrying situation. That's what I'm thinking. Other I'm than – Imagine say, going to a birthday party for like <laughs> yeah. a one-year-old's birthday party and everyone showing up with their like-aged babies. And yeah. then you roll up with a with raptor. raptor in with a, a raptor. You- yeah. <laughs> With the raptor. I would say that the big – obviously the big safety concern there is claws and being gouged and murdered. And to yeah. that I would say – Might eat well, Just might eat you. Sure. Right. And that's – look, that's – I guess that's what we're calling an occupational hazard here. If you, that's right. You, if you lie down with dogs, you're going to get fleas or whatever that thing is. Uh, exactly. But I would say Or if you that, lie down with raptors, you might get fleas. You might we get fleas. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Adam, you know what's an interesting thing? You said baby raptor, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've got a fact that maybe you know, and if you don't, maybe it will blow your mind. Oh, okay. So the raptors were obviously like the Swiss Army knife in Jurassic Park. Like they were the fastest. They were just as deadly as the T-Rex. They seemed like you saw the raptors and you knew you were in trouble. They're like eight, ten feet tall, just bigger than an adult, so much faster than an adult. So they were just deadly. Correct. I got news for you. In the real world, oh, 250 Jesus. or 250 million years ago, <laughs> do you know how you believe raptors would grow to? Uh, I, I, truly, I do not. The size of a chicken. Wait a minute. 
chickens. Oh, wait Raptors grew to the size of chickens, and then, I don't know, Spielberg, Cameron, whoever made Jurassic Park said, we're going to supersize them, folks. Supersize them up. See, okay. Okay. So, the great point, and this sort mm-hmm. of strikes at the heart of the rebrand campaign, which mm. is... Mm. Thank thank you for that fact. That is a tidbit with which I will live forever, and I will cherish that fact. Thank you. Raptors Mm. only really grew to the size of chickens. Now, here's the problem, is that dinosaurs in our popular culture are always threatening and dangerous predators Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. beasts and always hunting humans. Now, I mean, with the exception of what was the show in the 90s? Not the mama. What was oh, that show? Dinosaurs. Di- was was that just called Dinosaurs? Amazing. Of course. Yes. Amazing. It was okay. Roseanne, but starring dinosaurs. <laughs> okay, great. So, like, that is, that is, I would say, let's trend more in that direction in terms okay. of dino representation in media. Because well, there are, like, herbivores or herbivores. I don't know if the H is silent, but Herb- herbivores. <laughs> yeah. Bron- I think they're brontosauruses, the ones with the long necks so that they can get to the top of the trees. Or should we fear them, or are they gentle beasts? I think they seem like gentle beasts. Um, I think they seem because they just eat their they're just into their leafy greens and their salads and they're not trying mm-hmm. to hunt uh, mm-hmm. flesh or other other animals, which is great. But I just mean in a general way. Um, I think that uh, I think that knowing more about the reality of dinosaurs, if we knew that raptors were only grew to the size of chickens, and yeah. maybe uh, like that automatically makes them a little bit less threatening, a little more cuddly, a little more user friendly. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing: mm-hmm. dinosaurs, as they are portrayed in media, as we understand them, are like scaly reptilian. Uh, mm-hmm. Like their skin is, is they is have rough. that same alien goo. Yeah. That's right, a dab dinosaurs. It, got a dab. Everyone's got a dab. That's I a general that's note. All living. Living things, all living things. Yeah, absolutely. But another thing about dinosaurs is that I believe, if I'm not mistaken here, is that like when they were roaming around and living and living their best life, they were like covered. Many of them were covered in beautiful feathers, like birds. And Mm. that is just that. There's Mm. major dinosaur feather erasure in our popular Mm. culture. And I think that if we knew how beautiful their feathers were, I think Mm. that it would just it would they would just strike a slightly different image, a little bit less threatening, a little bit more Mm -hmm. bird like and fuzzy friendly so mm-hmm. let's let's sort of let's be honest about what dinosaurs were and what they weren't raptors weren't wow. giant bloodthirsty beasts they were chickens right. so like that's that's what i need to know so just like i would so just another say general tip is yeah. bring the feathers back i, mean, I would say definitely is a circle fashion is uh, yeah. a circle it just yeah. co- goes away comes back goes right. away comes back and maybe right. this is what the dinosaurs need to hear is yeah that we loved you in your feathers don't shy that. away and think hey humans saw those movies we had goo we had scales maybe right. that's what they want from us a we want no. you to be you dinos <laughs> exactly you hear, are you hearing me terry dactyl please mr dactyl be yourself bring some feathers to the party absolutely i think that that is a really key component of it because uh yes many of them are reptilian and i don't know the actual science but like maybe some of them didn't have feathers but the ones that did let your freak flags fly please let those feathers out be yourself be Be yourself above all look i know i said we want to saddle you we want to conquer (laughs) you but also be yourself and have fun with it that's right. That's exactly yes. right. Yeah, I think yeah. that's really good. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adam, did you ever ask yourself? Every I feel like every little kid did at some point. What dinosaur you would be? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I I don't know if I ever had that. I ever sort of asked myself that directly. Uh, but I think it's worth thinking about now. Now that we're talking about dinos, um, 
I'm taking T-Rex off the table. I'm no alpha. I'm no, I'm no apex predator. That's just not yeah. my vibe. That's just not mm-hmm. my vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, the arms are way too little. Um, <laughs> but I would say Stegosaurus seems nice. There's something I'm about the a Stega. I'm yeah, stega. yeah. Now, why, why like do you, why do you identify as Stega? Love the shape. Love yeah, the shape. The shape it's is a nice. perfect yep. bell curve. You Agreed. start up, it's a roller coaster. You start up, you tick, 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 tick up those perfect spikes. Beautiful. Just those perfect spikes, too. Beautiful. I feel like when I was a kid, spikes were very cool to me. The mm-hmm. concept of spikes. Yeah. Art yeah. Simpson's hair. Stego's back. Like, spike me. All like triangle spikes. Spike me. Exactly. exactly. So I think that I was just a big spike kid. They I hear that. spike friendly and I just loved the shape. Couldn't tell I you much that. about them. Don't know if they're fast. Don't know yeah. how big they actually got. Yeah. Don't know what they eat. But I do yes. know that they're in the shape of a bell and they got those spikes and that's enough for Bill. I think that might be enough for Adam as well. I, I like that, um, again, as opposed to the T-Rex who, again, in my understanding of it, walks upright, like almost like a biped mm-hmm. on two legs. Mm-hmm. I like that Stegosaurus, mm-hmm. four legs, really earthy, down mm-hmm. to earth, literally. Uh, and I just think that, uh, yeah, there's something about that that scaly shell. It's like a big, it's like a big ancient turtle in a way that really mm-hmm. appeals to me. Again, similar to the energy with which you started this podcast. Something about a Stegosaurus's general energy calm. and vibe and mellow, mellow, super chill, super calm. mellow. <laughs> yeah. I say we continue to chill out as mellow as we can. Go into a second act break. Come back and and improve some more dinos along the way while being super chill dudes. Like super super apex predator chill dudes. Chill. Chilled out. Yes, well said. Um, Adam, do you want to read a a letter from the aliens or would you like to do something else? Um, I was was thinking that maybe we could do a dramatic reading, each of us, of uh, the Baby Dinosaur's iconic line from the 1990s ABC Family sitcom, um, Not the Mama. Uh, I was hoping hoping that maybe we could just – maybe each of us just gives three reads of it and 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 that's just it. Just sort of an homage to an iconic line. And, maybe and the iconic line was in reference to the baby wanting to hit the mom with a frying pan, correct? Is that, is that right? <laughs> I believe so. So the sorry, just for context, just to fill in my, my contextual holes here. So the baby dinosaur was saying, not the mama, as if to say, I don't want the mama around. I want to hit her with a frying pan. Mm. See, now is I didn't reason? know it was not the mama. To me, oh. I thought it was hit the mama. Oh, hit. Looks like Bill's Googling, folks. This is a mess that we've gotten Not, ourselves into some Yeah, spooky. this is a mess because this is like – like if we can't even get on the same page about what the iconic line from ABC's the children's show Dinosaurs is, how are we ever going to get on the same page about when dinosaurs existed? So, so I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, so, okay. Hit the mama. To do, his favorite thing to do is hit Earl on the head with a frying pan. <laughs> okay, you were right about that. Phrases, his catchphrases, however, are – I'm the baby, gotta love me, again, and not the mama. So it is not the mama, and he also enjoys hitting Earl, his dad, with a frying pan. But we will now give a dramatic read of Baby Dinosaur from the show Dinosaurs. And this wasn't even a kid's show. This was a primetime ABC show. Unbelievable. to say, not the mama dramatically. I, not the mama. 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 <laughs> Not the mama. I. 
Welcome back to the No Joe Podcast. Today, Billy and I are improving dinosaurs, and that was uh, sort of a, 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 a poo-poo platter of uh, mm-hmm. a, a smattering of dramatic reads of the iconic line from the 1990s, prime, apparently primetime ABC mm-hmm. sitcom, Dinosaurs, uh, mm-hmm. Baby Dinosaurs, iconic line, not the mama. Uh, I really felt like you getting three out the gate, as soon as you did your third uh, dramatic line read of Not the Mama, I yeah. felt like I didn't have much real estate to play with. I was like, oh. all the good options are off the table. Oh, interesting. Now, I, I literally just started spinning. I was like, do you just whisper, say it slowly? But I was like, yeah. anything you do... Adam just did it, so I, I felt I felt a little behind the eight ball, folks. Well, the, I, I don't. It didn't read that way at all. I thought your performance okay. was impeccable, and I also just mm-hmm. want to say that that's also just a good note for actors out there. If you mm-hmm. want something to sound dramatic, whisper it and say it slowly, and that's mm-hmm. and that'll do it. I think that'll do mm-hmm. it. You don't need to. There needs to be no genuine feeling <laughs> or emotion true. behind Very it. True. If you just kind of slow the pace down and 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 say it kind of whisper. breathy, it will yeah. read as very dramatic. Doesn't matter sad. what you're saying. So very yes, sad. sad, wistful, yeah, yeah yearning. Another tip. Another tip for actors, uh, and Adam just embodied it. Adam, I'll fill you in in a second. Is okay. that you can sometimes say no without having to say no. Oh, interesting. I had asked on multiple occasions if Adam was interested in doing an improvised line read from the Improving Aliens uh, listeners that we got. And <laughs> both times, he danced around <laughs> Not saying no, but indicating in his inability to approach that conversation a soft no. There we he go. He didn't say no, but he was saying no with all of his actions. So Another actors, you don't have tip. to take every role that's given to you. But if you are going to say no, do it in a soft way. A good way to say no in a soft way is, oh, that's interesting, is to say that. Mm. You can say that. Mm. You can say, oh, that's interesting. Mm. And you can just you kind of leave it at that. Yep. Yeah. You're, you're super right. That is actually one of my worst qualities. In fact, it gets me into trouble because that is why I'm not listening to you. Um, because, And I remember doing it once and someone feeling very heard and seen just by someone saying that's interesting. And I was like, oh, that buys me like another 30 seconds of spacing out. Good call, and, Bill. But, Adam, in like somewhat serious like conversations about work yes. or something like that, and you yes. say that's interesting when you're not listening, someone's going to like start fleshing out that idea. Or someone's yeah. going to say, oh, he thinks that's interesting. I'm going to keep working on that. Correct. And in fact, it, what I was saying was, I'm somewhere else right now. <laughs> I'm elsewhere. I'm elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Good to know. Just Do some you- good acting tips and life tips there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can say that's interesting, and the person you're talking to will feel validated, but you run the risk of actually making them think that it's interesting. So yeah. that's the that's the yin and that's the yang. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. I actually have another. That leads me to sort of a dino a dino tip here, um, mm. and I, I ha- this is sort of controversial because oh. I know that when we were talking about aliens in How to Improve Aliens last time, one of our big things was please don't come down and kill us. Like that was one of our big yes, sort of PR that was tips. Something we really ultimately landed on. Please don't. Keep us alive. Keep us alive. I think that it will sour the human relationship Mm. to aliens if you just start zorping us and kind of like, you know, detonating us into dust. I don't think we would like that very much. Inarguable. You're completely right. Now, here's something. Now, here's actually, and I know that I am like flying in the face of conventional wisdom. I am contradicting myself big time here, but I actually Mm want to go against the grain and say Mm -hmm. dinosaurs. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe if you were planning a comeback, maybe go ahead and do that prison thing of going up to the biggest guy uh, in prison and punching him in the face, sort of establishing oh dominance. Okay. I, I would on. almost go I would on. almost go in and say, if you want to make a splashy re-entry onto Earth, maybe do think about going ahead and killing some of us. Maybe take someone important, mm. maybe take someone high profile and make an example of them and say, we're okay. back. 
Okay. We're back. <laughs> kind of a kind of a you know, you don't be afraid to make a dramatic reentrance. And if that means uh, that you take out a few <laughs> Hollywood superstars, that you take out a few heads of state to say, okay. "Hey, we're back." But here's the thing. I love it. Big splashy. I mean, Big. that will make that will make the news. Honestly, Absolutely. I think that would probably make the news if Robert Downey Jr. got eaten by a tiger. We're back. Yes. Yeah. No, not. They're back. That would be that would be the big splashy break of news. <laughs> They're back. The thing is, I don't think anyone doubts that they can do that willy nilly. We all right, know. Right. Are you just yeah. saying that they should just it would be splashy to take out a big one first and let us talk about it? And this is for the press. Inevitable demise. Okay. Correct. Okay. This is just for the press of it. I mean, look, we're living in this I mean, okay, dinosaurs, look. The, the the media ecosystem has changed so much since you were last mm, year. 65, yeah, 200 million years ago, uh, I mean... Remote controls. Key. They don't even know about remote <laughs> controls. You guys don't even know about RC cars yet. So, like, that... Mm. And that was, like, 50 technologies ago. They so don't like, even you, know about iPod nanos. You have no idea about the nano. You guys have no idea that before there was a nano, there was a regular iPod. You guys don't even know about that version they of have it. No so, idea. like... No idea. So, my point being that it takes a big... Splash to puncture the 24 7 mm-hmm. internet fast paced media ecosystem mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. And if you want to really grab our attention, because as we talked about last time, it, like in this crazy media ecosystem, aliens mm-hmm. have basically been confirmed and we barely batted an eye. So, didn't, like, moving didn't on. care. Moving, moving on. on. Exactly. Yes. So, they didn't make a splash. They didn't make a splash. And that's, that's right. the key distinction. That's what but, you're saying. Correct. Correct. That's what you're uh, saying. So, Adam, I imagine that uh, dinosaurs aren't political. So, I think it would, I would be wise imagine, for them. Yeah, yeah. I think it would be wise for them to maybe take out one popular Republican and one popular liberal. Do I you have that. any suggestions potentially on who the dinos would t- should take out for the biggest splash? I'm thinking. <laughs> yes, please. I'm thinking Alyssa Milano for the libs. Yeah. And yeah, I'm yeah. Thinking yeah. maybe a Kellyanne Conway or yeah. a Scott Bayo for the right. Yeah, Bayo. And the reason that Bayo and Alyssa Milano work is because you hit a couple different metrics there. They're mm-hmm. both politically annoying and pop culture figures. So you sort of get them <laughs> both. They sort of tick both of those boxes. So that's going to be mm-hmm. all over the gossip rags. It's also mm-hmm. going to be all over the politicos and the pod save Americas of the world if you mm-hmm. take it. So I think that's a great suggestion. I, I, think, that is a, I think that's a really good suggestion there. Um, I got a question. Uh, I got a yeah, question. Yeah. All right. So let's say they make a big splash and they take out two humans. Do you think <laughs> that they also take out like a very popular silverback gorilla or a very popular whale oh i like that Do they... oh that's interesting mm-hmm. sort of and my... yep and then i have a follow-up after you answer yeah that. yeah go on no please answer. no no yes no i'm, I'm thinking about that one from each animal kingdom or are they specifically dino v human no i like that i was thinking way too small i was thinking only humans uh but mm-hmm. i think that it does make a bit of a cross species splash yeah. Yeah. um I, uh, if you nuke a gorilla, if you if you mm-hmm. murk a whale, if you're able to get yeah. your hands on like um, uh, a popular, a famous, maybe like an internet Instagram dog, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. some of these yeah. animals. So because I like that because <laughs> animals talk like their animals talk to each other. Like they they chat, they gossip, they they converse. So I think that you definitely. Like, I think that's a really great improvement, Billy. Is it's, to sort of thank is you. To, is to headhunt a popular member of each species. We're back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's wild to think that COVID has taken the lives of nearly 600,000 people and yes. we barely blinked. Most people barely right. blinked an eye. That's but right. if a dinosaur ate a popular Instagram dog, humanity would go to war against yeah, them. Yeah, yeah your ears <laughs> that, would perk that, up. You'd that's pay attention. all it would take. That's mm-hmm. right. Exactly. So, Adam, obviously humanity has arms. We have weapons. Yeah. Um, but if you took away the large majority of them and you gave us the animal kingdom, who you got in a royal rumble, humans and animal kingdom versus dinos? Oh, interesting. Okay, great. Um, wow. Great mm-hmm. question. Really, land, really good on question. On land, I don't see many animals being able to take out dinos, but enough animals might be able to get the job done. It, on land. Land is tough. I mean, we all know about how ferocious hippopotamuses are, and as you said before, they're basically dinosaurs, but... Yeah, uh, you got a grip of whales together to work together to do something. I mean, like, I feel like we can get some work done in the water, but on land, who On boy, land, um, it we're feels... In trouble. They're big. If, they're real big. It feels really hard. You might need something, like, I'm thinking about a pride of lions, I'm thinking about mm. a stampede, almost like a, a like a African desert-like stampede. Adam, it takes a couple lions to take out a giraffe. Yeah, we're talking good call. about like huge dinos. I don't know. I think that I am realizing my respect and fear for the dinosaur community. And much like the aliens episode, what we ultimately decided was make it fast. Yeah, make it fast. Here's what I would say. Here's what I would say about land animals v. dinosaurs. I would think Mm -hmm. that my my instinct right now is the only shot we have is to fight dino with dino a little bit. And I Mm. would say round up a murder of crows, a gathering of hawks. And I would say take them from the sky. I think you got to go and you have to peck out their eyeballs from above. Oh, yes. You're really really going now. (laughs) Because your point is well taken. Dinosaurs are massive. They're ferocious. They are basically invincible except by by the Ice Age or whatever. (laughs) Uh, by right. by climate change, basically. Right. Um, right. And I think that – so I think that uh, no one that is sort of a, on their two feet or even on four feet, like a biped or whatever, I, I don't think stands a chance. I think that we have to soar above thine heads, and I think that we need to peck out their eyeballs from above. I think okay. that's that's what Good I'm thinking. Note. Yeah. Good note. Good. Claw out so their honestly, eyes with the hawk talons. This yeah. is a two-pronged tip. I think that's a tip for the humans and the animal community. If you see a dinosaur and it seems like it's going to attack you, you might have to pluck out its eyeballs. However, so. the second <laughs> prong of the tip goes to the dinos because, again, we are here to improve the dino right. experience once they come on Earth. And Correct. my tip would be wear goggles. Oh, if yeah, good call. <laughs> goggles, dinos, yep. the crows don't stand a chance. That's right. Yeah, your, yeah, good call. Your, your yeah. eyeballs stay if you have a nice pair of swim goggles um, in front of your eyes when the war inevitably happens. And what a great opportunity for eyewear companies out there looking at you, Warby mm. Parker, uh, looking yes. at you, Saul Moscott. Uh, if yep. you want to start uh, engine, uh, start manufacturing on a massive scale dino-sized goggles to prevent mm-hmm. uh, to protect them uh, from mm-hmm. the inevitable hawk attacks, I think that would be a great sort of side business for you guys. And Just this consider might that. actually be uh, the final lesson and the, what my takeaway. I okay. think that there is room for that ad campaign where we finally see a person, an athlete, whoever, wearing yeah. goggles yeah. next to a dinosaur yeah. also wearing goggles. Yeah. These two groups that simult- like seemingly have nothing in common, we can agree on one thing. Eyewear. We don't want to get our eyes plucked out by birds. And, that's and where that's the common ground that we can start. We can start, start. there. Yeah, exactly. We can start there. Michael exactly. Phelps doesn't want his eyes poked out by a hawk, and this Tyrannosaurus Rex goggles. That's exactly. It's not for chlorine. He doesn't want his eyes poked out by a hawk, and this Tyrannosaurus Rex also doesn't want its eyes poked out by a hawk. We're more alike than you might think. 
Yes. Yeah, and that so is exactly ground. how we will end this episode. Goggles, folks. <laughs> it's goggles, goggles that will that yeah, will, that will bring answer. us together. Yeah, that will bring us together. That will create the relationship between us and dinosaurs that will allow us all to be as calm and collected as I am right now. Good Peaceful call. dude, improving so dinosaurs, chill. and learning and realizing that goggles will save us all. <laughs> be like Michael Phelps. And yes. don't get your eyes plucked out by crows and wear goggles in the pool. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure that's the only reason he wears goggles in the pool. Can't think of another. Getting his eyes plucked yes. out by crows. Dinosaurs do the same. Oh, this wow. has been yeah. the Improving yeah. Dinosaurs episode, Adam. Yes, sir. And for that episode, I am Billy Scafiori. I'm Adam Lustig. And like always, we will pluck out your eyeballs next week. Thank you so much. That was a HeadGum Podcast.